0: All right. right. Welcome back listeners. Welcome back. It's, uh, my voice might be a little off today. I was sick. The actually the whole weekend and then Monday and Tuesday, I didn't even go in because I was, um, sick. You know, it wasn't COVID chill out. Um, so got a few things to talk about. No, no specific topic tonight. All right. First thing I want to say is, uh, Congratulations to Money Penny. She had her her child, uh, so I'm sure she's enjoying that new life in her life and her husband's life. So congratulations to them. I hope all is well. Um, <clears throat> Second off, excuse me. <clears throat> I uh I was on call tonight. I had to go take out a pick line out of somebody, and I was literally on the phone with my mom. And I was walking out the door, and sure enough, there goes my aunt. Just strolling on down the road. Big old smile on her face. I was like, hey, what are you doing? She was like, I'm just just walking. I was like, that's great. That's fantastic. And she was smiling. I was like, Z, doesn't it feel better? She was like, hell yeah, it does. And I was like, oh, no. And then I had to go see somebody, so I couldn't really talk that long. But that was great. Her out there just moving. It was awesome. It was fantastic. Big old smile on her face. So good for her. Um... All right, so a couple of things to uh, bring up. Um, so my mom uh, was telling me that she had a doctor's appointment uh, is either today or yesterday, uh, and because um, she had been a little sick, like I was too. You know, my daughter was as well, so she wanted to go get all the tests and all. Blah blah blah. So she called to, to you know to have the appointment, and they. Are doing a uh, it's called like a curbside doctor's visit, okay? So let me tell you, I'm gonna explain to you. And when when y'all think I'm up here just bitching, <clears throat> you think what I'm saying isn't happening, or it's not going to happen, or it doesn't matter. It does. Here's a perfect example, okay? So she says, "All right, whatever." So she goes up, she pulls up in her car. The doctor's like 20 minutes late getting out. Not even saying it's the doctor's fault. I know what they're slammed with. I get it. So 20 minutes late, she's waiting in her car. He comes out. He's got a mask on. Woohoo. Great that we know it doesn't work. Anyways, he's got the mask on. He doesn't, he doesn't listen to her lungs. He doesn't look in her throat. He says, how are you feeling? And she says, you know, this is how I feel. And he says, uh, yeah, why don't you go ahead and take another uh, COVID test? You know, go pick one up. We're not going to do it. Go pick up a COVID test and then uh, call me if it's positive. And if it's not, I'll write you a prescription for antibiotics. And I was like, well, what is he going to write antibiotics for? And she was like, I don't know. And I said, this is the point right here. This is what I'm talking about. You pull up, your doctor comes out, he doesn't examine you, he talks to you, and then is going to prescribe you a pill without ever putting a hand on you. You're going to pay for that visit. You're going to pay for those antibiotics. You're not going to get any better or maybe you will, but you know, it, that's shitty healthcare. That is shitty healthcare. She didn't have time to get her questions answered. It's just here, here you are. Go do your own fucking test and then uh, call me if you're fucking positive and then I'll just write you a fucking prescription. Healthcare. I mean, that's my mom. She's got questions and they don't get answered. <clears throat> that's one doctor, that's one patient at one city. And this is happening. Every day, okay, your mom, your dad, <clears throat> whoever it is is going out to the doctors. They're spending dick time with them, and then they're writing prescriptions without ever putting hands on the patient. Are we kidding each other right now? And you'll wonder why nobody's getting better. So here's, here's something that I want to, so I went to Publix. Remember that grocery store that I also work at? So I went to Publix to get some stuff earlier, and there was a nurse. She's now a nurse practitioner. Okay, uh, when I was in nursing school, she, you know, she was working at a hospital in where I work, and you know, did some training shadowing with her, like any nursing student does. And um, so now she's a nurse practitioner. Her spouse is a physician assistant, um, and she looked like she was about to cry. I was like, Hey, how you been doing? I'm not going to say her name. Um, and she was like, I'm telling you this. I'm just, I'm wore out. She's like, I've already cried three times a day. I was like, what is wrong? And she was like this job. She was like, don't ever do a salary job. And I was like, Oh, I know, I know I'm doing one now. They tell you you're going to work forties a week and you're doing well more than 40 hours a week you're doing stuff on the weekend when you want to be with your family because we coddle our patients like I've always said this girl I was just asking her like you know do you enjoy being an NP she said no she said it is so much bullshit uh she said there's so much more liability there's way more work and she says hourly you know she's making whatever I'm uh, I guess I didn't say her name. She's making, what, 55 an hour, I think? Fifty. So she's not making that much more than me. She's been to school that much longer. She's not making as much as travel RNs for twice the amount of work. And she said the patients are mean. She says they are rude, and you can't cut them free. You can't say, if you're going to be an asshole to me, you can go to another practice. The hospital she works for will not let her do that. Why? Because it's a check. It's not about the safety of the staff member. And I asked her, I was like, hey, would, would you come on the show and do an interview with me? And she got so quiet. I, I was blown away. She was like putting her, he- her head down. I'm like, what are you, why are you whispering? I'm like looking around public. It's like, there's nobody on this aisle with us. She's like, I'll get fired. I'm like, fired for what? For telling the truth? This is the problem. This is the fucking problem with healthcare in this country is that there's too many providers like that that know they're not doing any good, know that there are the ways that would work better, but they are too scared to even speak up because they're worried they'll, get, they'll lose their job. And in the state I work, I guess she's very, she's true. It's an at-will state. They could fire her for having a vagina, literally. It's a bullshit system. So we're forced as providers to see these assholes who don't want to do anything for themselves. Most of the time, you're paying for it. They don't have it's government paying for it. And I'm gonna tell you something else. She told me that blew my fucking mind. It really made me irritated, and I was getting loud. And she was like, "You're gonna." And I was like, "I don't care who fucking hears me." So the other day, she had a patient who needed a uh, a scan because she was presumed to have bladder, bladder cancer, okay? This woman was denied by her insurance company to get the scan, but Medicare paid for a man to get a penile implant. So we've got healthcare, government healthcare, paying for 80-year-olds to get bigger dicks, but we can't pay to have a scan done for somebody who's probably got cancer. Is this where we're at, people? Think about this right now. When you're sitting at home and you look across the room, I mean, don't take my case. You know, I got my cat, and if he's got cancer, that's sad. I don't have the money for that. You know, he'll just have to go, I guess, okay? But if I was looking across the room, and it was my wife or ex-wife or my mom or dad, and they came back and said, they said I couldn't get the scan. They won't pay for it. And then I said, that's weird because, uh, you know, Brad, next door, just got a penile implant at 72 years old. And it co- Medicare covered all that. Where is that at? Where is that at? I'm telling you, insurance is fucking shit. Another great example of what I'm talking about. Uh, I may have mentioned it before. So I had a patient when I first started this job, never done a wound vac. And for those of you who don't know what it is, you put, it's, it's basic tubing and plumbing. It's nothing expensive. I mean, it's nothing high tech. They all make it seem like this medical equipment is so, so advanced. It's a fucking suction machine and some black foam. I could go make one at home Depot tonight. Okay. It's nothing fancy. So this guy had a wound back. He had diabetic foot ulcers. He ended up losing a toe. They ended up losing two toes, then three toes. Then finally the insurance company paid for him to get a wound back. Okay. The wound vac wasn't working. He lost another toe. The wound vac still isn't working. He lost the half, you know, the front half of his foot. When he lost that front half of his foot, that is when the insurance company said, okay, now you're able to try hyperbaric therapy. He went to hyperbaric therapy and I saw him the next week and it was a night and day difference. His foot got so much better so quick from the hyperbaric therapy. Now he's been getting this treatment through antibiotics, a pick line, then wound all this bullshit that failed. And he had to continue to fail it until he could get the better treatment. So this man started losing one toe, guys. One fucking toe he lost. Uh, He's not an old guy either. He lost one toe. They could have done hyperbaric from the beginning and prevented all the other losses he had. But they didn't because somebody had to get a dick enlargement and because they denied somebody a scan for bladder cancer. So people are losing fucking toes. People are are getting treatment for stupid shit. There's people getting treatment out here that don't deserve treatment. I say that in the most loving way. When a doctor sends me to a patient's house who's had diabetes for 45 years, smokes two packs a day, and you want me to go in there and provide diabetic education and why it's bad to smoke, you can suck a big bag of nuts, doc. It doesn't work like that. These people have made up their minds on how they want to treat their bodies. They know because they've been seeing you for 40 years and nothing's changed. And now it's on us. Now we are paying for it. We are paying for these people that continue to do nothing for themselves. And we are suffering. And I'm telling you, it's not even, I don't even, it's not even as much the older people now that are really feeling the, the, what's happening. It's going to be people my age, the people in their 30s. And I don't even take the best care of myself. I'm, I'm not saying I'm perfect. We know I'm not perfect. okay? But what I'm saying is that the way life is going now, where people sit on their ass all day big is beautiful right no it's not i was asking my boss this earlier today i was like you know all these these fat women out there who get out there and they just shame these you know sexy swimsuit models right yeah they're glorifying because she's skinny and you know she's got nice you know legs it's like where are all the uh those female models uh you know arguing for the fat male models to be on covers Where are those models? They're not anywhere, are they? You know why? Because there's not a woman out there that wants to see some fat-ass fucking man in a thong. It doesn't look good. It's not appealing. It's not appealing when y'all are fat either. Get over it. It's unhealthy all day. Fat, sitting all day, eating your ass off, watching TV is unhealthy, and you're going to pay for it. But you're not going to pay for it. I'm paying for it. I'm paying for it by not getting to see my daughter on the weekend because i got to go take care of these people who continue to not do anything for themselves. I've been in a patient's houses where they are diagnosed with COPD, diabetes, all the shit that's self-caused, and they've smoked a joint and a cigarette in front of me. Like, with no fucks. And you want me, that's what your money is paying to go see. And this guy can't get a fucking scan for his bladder cancer. My mom's getting doctor visits that last 30 seconds outside with absolutely no assessment. That's what y'all are paying for. And guess what? Guess what? They're making their fucking money, aren't they? They are getting richer and richer. And y'all are not getting any better. Healthcare is going. I mean, um, you're you're telling me that we're to the point now where we are doing these telehealth visits with patients who are ninety years old, and we they're catching things. Like, yeah, I mean, how hard is it to catch? Uh, if you look at somebody and they do their vitals, couldn't they do that? You know, they said they've caught stuff. They've caught heart attacks. They've caught strokes. They, okay, great. I mean, that's that's cool. You're catching stuff, but. That's just because you happen to have a telehealth visit with them right then? And even then, what's the difference in that and a nurse going to see them? Nothing. Except at least there, the nurse could maybe get a line started. Oh, the only thing you're doing is saying, oh, I think you're having a stroke because your left side of your face is fucking sagging now. Okay, I think I should call up and call the uh, the ambulance. Right? Great. that's a That's a great fix. None of these people want this shit in their house. Nobody wants alarms going off. They don't want less communication with their providers. They get seven minutes of that each year when they visit the patient, their doctors in the first place. We are moving so fucking far away from any kind of good healthcare in this country. Look at, just look. I really am thinking about getting out of fucking healthcare. It's ridiculous. And I'm telling you, if I'm thinking about it, there's there's other nurses thinking about it. There's other uh, branches of healthcare. There's... Uh, x-ray techs. There's doctors. There's surgeons. There's LPNs. There's med techs. There's cleaning services. Those people are fucking crucial in the hospital. They're getting out of this shit. It's an unwinnable situation. I'm going to tell you, there's a hospital up the road from where I live. Um, I won't say their name like I said, but imagine it's a body of water, not a lake, not a pond. It definitely moves, and then it's next to something. That's the only way I could describe it. Uh, I'll try to, maybe I can rhyme. Schmibber died. That's what the name of the, it, it rhymes with Schmiverside or something like that, okay? So this hospital is building a massive medical, not, not, not a building where you treat patients. They are building this massive state-of-the-art office building What the fuck do you need to spend all that money on this huge-ass building for you fat-ass people to go sit in there and dictate how healthcare goes? It's fucking insane. That money could have gone to adding extra beds to the ER for all the people we accept. They don't even put money in the right spots. They don't. I mean, I can't tell you. That nurse practitioner was like terrified to say anything out loud bad about healthcare when she's not in uniform. I'm not in uniform. I mean, I got scrub pants on, but I don't give a fuck anyways. I'll tell somebody who I work for and tell them what I think of healthcare. I always have. And I always will. And I've never heard anybody say, yeah, that's absolutely wrong. I hear a lot of uh, crickets in the background when I call the bullshit. And that's the problem. You got a nurse practitioner who probably wants to do a good job, isn't able to spend the time with a patient she wants because she's so overflowed. She's doing 80-hour work work weeks. She's not getting to spend time with her family. Why the fuck would she kid the fuck about the person who comes in with a tickler in their throat? Who doesn't need to be there anyways? Why the hell would she care about 80% of the patients she sees when deep down she knows none of them will ever get better? I told her that. I said, you know as well as I know that most of the people you see should already be dead. We keep people alive too long and it's wrong. And she was like, you're right. We keep people alive and not kicking, just breathing so that you can write a check to them for your medical care when you're sitting in your bed full of shit while they're getting richer. Where are these other healthcare providers? I've asked anybody who listens to this show, come on with me. Don't be scared. I'm not giving my name out. I mean, you know my name. My name's fucking Danny. I don't give a fuck. It's Danny. I'm a nurse, and I'm calling the bullshit. It's getting worse and worse. Every day I see it more and more. And nobody cares. Nobody does a fucking thing about it. And I don't know how to do anything about it. This is like my way. Unless I go up to a town hall and just bust up in there. Next time Schmivertide is up there talking about some new project where they can, you know, make an underground tunnel for the doctors to park in. Some bullshit that's not necessary. It's crazy. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. And then you got homeless people. I mean, I live in a nice city. It's a, it's a, it's a very nice city. It's, it's, it was nice. It's, they just keep adding more shit we don't need. You know, another uh, Lane Bryant, another clothing, clothing store for large women, six more of those to throw up. Then we got, you know, a fucking cheesecake factory all over the place. We're just building this shit everywhere, more shit that we don't need. It's the same shit everywhere. Let's go on vacation and you go to another city. It's the exact same shit. There's nothing new. We just keep building more shit and people just keep buying into it. And it's always shit that's bad for you. I very rarely see anything uh, that might be good for health open up and last. Like somebody trying to open up a gym or a yoga studio. You'll see that for uh, you know a few months, half a year, and then that's gone because God forbid it's hard to fucking work out. I'm fucking, I'm sweating. I'm so upset right now about the doctor visit with my mother and then this nurse practitioner. She's a lady writing prescriptions and telling me to my face, it's a a fucked up system. I'll be right back. So anyways, I'll come back. I'm still pissed off. I'm gonna tell you something else. Uh, My x-ray buddy, my uh, rad tech, radiology technician, he's traveling right now, loving it four days off, guys, I remember that, four days off, three days on, making almost four times the amount of money he was making at his bullshit hospital out in Montana, where nobody did anything, you know, and now he's living the dream, like, good for him, anyway, so I'm talking to him, and he said, you know, we're just kind of ranting about healthcare, and how fucked up it is today, and he, this is just a case of, of stupidity on patients, and lack of, uh, of the healthcare system just coddling, so he had a uh, a PA had a patient come in with flu like symptoms. Right, they run the test, comes back, she's got the flu. Okay, he says, you're discharged. Here's your here, go home. And the patient says, what about my antibiotics? And he's like, you don't need antibiotics. I'm not gonna get into that. If you don't know why you don't need antibiotics for the flu. Just, just go to Wikipedia. The show is too advanced for you. If that's the case, okay. Uh, so they fought and fought and fought, and finally the the PA just says, "You know what? You want some? I'm gonna write you some." So because we can't tell patients, shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. It doesn't do good for you. We have to sit there as providers, take their, take their harassment, take their fucking. Healthcare providers are some of the most at risk workers for violence I've seen it happen it happens all the time it's happened to me okay so we have to sit there and take this verbal abuse when we're actually trying to help these motherfuckers right and then this PA said you know what fuck it and he wrote her a prescription for antibiotic when it's not gonna do anything okay am I blaming this PA for uh, no I'm not I'd probably write her something that might have put her down to be honest with you she's gonna be that much of a bitch but that's that's just another example of what I'm talking about you you know, you, we go to school for it. We're not, I'm not saying, like I've said, I don't think being a surgeon is hard. I don't think being a pilot is hard. I don't think any job is hard. If you have the determination and willpower to do it. I watched, I was in the OR for a year watching this, uh, eye doctor, this eye surgeon do cataract surgeries. I am telling you, if it was him next to me in my hands, he could guide me through it and I could do it completely on my own without a single issue, which is what I'm saying. Nurses, you know, they send us out to these home, house, home health visits. We don't do anything. We check vital signs and then we teach people who aren't receptive to learning on lifestyle changes that could make them better, but they don't want to do it Then we say they don't do shit, and then I get shit because they say you're not doing what we want. What what do they want? Take your pills, take your pills, take your pills. I could literally, I've got a big-ass schedule tomorrow. I think I've got nine, eight or nine patients. I could easily tomorrow start my job at nine in the morning, be at my first patient's house. I could be done by one o'clock and do every single thing each doctor wants me to do in that house. I could see all nine patients that fast. I could go in. I could check the vitals. I could look at their meds, say, hey, are you missing? Are you taking anything? And fuck them out. Because that's all you need us to do. That's all they want us to do. They don't want us going in there and saying, hey, why are you taking uh, Ambien? Why are you taking all these sleeping pills? Why are you taking melatonin, but you're watching TV before you go to bed? That doesn't fucking make sense. You know what I mean? They don't tell you that because if I say that and then they, they do what needs to be done and they stop taking pills... Somebody's going to lose money. They're going to hear it. Uh, This patient said uh, that you told them they didn't need to take a sleeping medication. It's like, that's exactly what I said. Is there a fucking problem with what I said? Uh, Yeah, well, they need to sleep. Yeah, and you think doping them up and just continuing what else they're doing? Napping all day so they sleep all day and then you want to take two ambient a night to sleep all night? Fuck you. I'm not doing that shit. There's not enough Healthcare providers in this country that want to say the real shit. I'm begging you guys out there. I'm begging any, there's got to be one person out there who knows where I can go. I will stand in front of a thousand people, a thousand physicians, a thousand policymakers and ask them these questions. Why did you deny a scan for potential bladder cancer, but you allowed this guy to get a dick enlargement? Why is my mother getting a 30-second doctor visit where she's got to go home, do her own COVID test, and he's going to write her a prescription for something he's never he doesn't know what the fuck's going on? Right? I'm telling you, it's a... I I, I can't even say, like... I mean, I guess I could say what I want to say. I can say what I want to say, but I got family that listens to this, you know? This is just such a shitty, I, I am losing faith in this, in the greatest country in the world. You know, my mom asked me earlier, she was like, did you go vote? And I was like, no, I didn't yet, you know. She was like, where well, are you going to? I was like, well, what, what are we going for? You know, it's the midterms. Okay, so I'm going to go in and, and, I mean, I know what I go in for. I, I know that every single one of them is corrupt. There's not a single politician out there in my opinion who has not dipped their pinky in a a treat jar for themselves there's not somebody out there who is voluntarily taking on that job and and taking a little bit of money and that's the, the, those people just don't exist i hope there is and if there is let me talk to them let me talk to somebody nobody is doing that it's a power thing as soon as you get a a, a, a bitch hair of power, you feel you change. Same thing with money. People get money and a lot of times people change for the worse. And I'm going to tell you, I think one of the only people I know of right now that I can think of, hang on, that as far as like wealth, wealth goes, that really has just always shocked me about how good of a dude this guy is. Um, Keanu Reeves, man. This dude... Mr. I mean, Neo, what Mr. Smith's ass or whatever his name was, right? This guy still rides public transportation. I think his sister has died. I mean, you should look up his, his, his biography. I mean, he, uh, he, he public, what was it? He was sitting, um, on his birthday. He was sitting outside some public like coffee shop place. He got a biscuit or whatever, and he would buy cups of coffee for anybody who would just come and sit down to him. What other rich ass famous actor is going to take time out of their day on his birthday to sit by himself? All his family's dead. And this man is trying to give back. He doesn't have nice things. He's got, I mean, he's got nice things, but he gives so much back. He does good for others. I don't see anybody else out in Hollywood doing that shit. I mean, I'd love to hear more, but I don't. You know why? Because if they did, they'd start losing money. But they're not. They're making sure their money's getting saved, their money's being put in the right spot. I mean, out in California, they got now you're just gonna be homeless and live in people's backyards. That's how bad it is out there. But I promise you, the government of California, the leaders, I guarantee you, they've got security around their house. I guarantee you they got security on premises. I guarantee you those security guards have weapons, have handguns, have rifles. I guarantee fucking tell you they do. I guarantee you they got a privacy fence around their house. But they don't want America to have a fence. They don't want the commoners to have guns. Why? So we can kill each other off or the bad people kill the good people and then we, they just keep making It's fucking gross. I don't think this country's ever going to change. I think it started off, okay, I know we've had some hiccups. I don't want to go hear about how racist we are. We are the least racist country in the world. You know how I know that? Because there has been slavery across the, the world forever, okay? How old is America? 1776, motherfuckers. Is there still slavery? No. There's still, there's still elsewhere in the world people that are suffering in that way. And they want to say that America is a shit country. No. We are the best. We are moving the most in the right direction with some things but not in others. And it's never gonna get better. And I'm gonna tell you something. I don't I, I don't care what Trump really believed. Um, I think I liked I don't care if he believed in abortion or not. He he his position was I'm um, against abortion. So right there, that was my dude. Because I mean, Biden isn't he doesn't he claim to be Catholic, but he's he's pro-abortion? It doesn't work like that, unfortunately. Okay. So I don't care about the other policies. I know what he's done with his wife. Trump, I know he's I know we're all flawed, but I also know he got up there and he said, I'm not I'm against abortion. That's all I needed to hear. I don't give a fuck about anything else. Because he still makes bad choices. Biden still makes bad choices. Okay, but the reason Trump won is because people in this country are tired, we're tired of the same old 90 year old fucking person against another 90 year old person they're drooling their dentures are coming out during the debates and they're talking about shit that doesn't fucking matter to a 30 year old okay or it does but they don't speak about it in a way that makes sense to us I mean I had a a friend of mine who who was so liberal and he was like tell me what he's like look at these tax look at the taxes I'm paying he's like what is all this and I'm like yeah dumbass That's what you're all for. All about all this shit. Everybody gets to be everything, right? You're paying for that, fucker. That's why you have to go to work. That's why they take so much money out of our checks. And that's why you see people that don't have jobs have a roof over their head with a 60-inch TV, an iPhone, a car, and we're delivering food to them. On your dollar, by the way. Does that make sense? I promise you, anybody out there saying, this motherfucker thinks that everybody is a piece of shit. Like, yeah, I think a lot of people are. I think we have got I think we have we have allowed too much shit to slip by in this great country of ours. We are soft. I'm telling you the rest of the world is looking at us probably fucking laughing. We all sit on our ass all day eating and bitching. Oh, my life's so hard. No, it's not. Shut the fuck up. You know, I've been sick and I just had a lot of energy and anger to get out, okay? And this is the the show for it. I don't I don't care. Two days off. I slept because I was just, I think I'm just exhausted. I was sick. I was wore out. And I think my body just said, dude, you gotta you gotta stop before you have a heart attack. So I got some rest and look, pow, I'm right back in here, giving it to you. I mean, I really want y'all to think about just those, those couple of stories right there, okay? That my mother had a doctor's appointment where the doctor was with her for, she said less than a minute. Said, go home, go get yourself a COVID test So if you're, you know, if you're positive, go ahead, go in the store and go get it. You know, wear your mask. That'll help. Obviously, it doesn't. And then go home. And if it's positive, you know, you got COVID. All right. If it's negative, I'll write you antibiotics on something I don't know what's going on. Cool. Healthcare 2022. Let's go. Second story. The nurse practitioner who was scared to talk about healthcare and the way she has to provide care. Scared because she might lose her job talking to a fellow nurse in a public setting. Without uniforms on, that should scare the shit out of anybody more than anything else I say. When the people are scared to speak the truth, when they suppress the reality of what's happening, that's that's a fucking, that's a very big concern. Anybody who doesn't think that is a concern needs to go back and check the history books, Okay. Like, I'm all for free speech. All of it. I don't care what the gays want to say. I don't care what the Indians, whatever group of, whatever the Muslims in this, whatever group of people want to, say what you want. That's why this country is so fucking great. But don't stop somebody else's speech because you don't agree with it. I don't care what anybody says. You could say whatever you want. I'm a redheaded, white, Catholic male. You could say I'm the fucking devil, a rapist, a murderer, you know, a land steal, all that. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to say, yeah, I don't got time for this. And then I'm going to turn away and I'm going to walk down because I know that dude's probably sad. He's probably single. He, his parents probably didn't love him or her. You know, he probably doesn't have a job. His parents never disciplined him or her. He just thinks, or she thinks, that everything's oh, or him, or Shim, or Sure. I can't even tell anymore. You know, we gotta identify. I mean, even on our medical charts, what does patient identify have? I don't know. Pull up your skirt, motherfucker. What's there? That's what they are. Jeez, it's fucking bizarre. It's so ridiculous, and you know, it really bothers me that hearing from. I think that's why a lot of doctors. Won't do this with me. They won't sit down and talk to me because when I say, Hey, these are my thoughts. What do you think? That happens. That's what they do. They, the crickets, whatever cricket in the background, they don't want to talk because they know how fucked up the system is. And if they say something and speak out, they will be fired. They'll lose their, their source of income because they are any healthcare provider is replaceable on a dime. Okay. So if I'm a if I'm the the company I'm the hospital and I find out I got a doctor over here who's saying you know isn't prescribing medicine is you know doing things the right way uh, and and treating and giving the treatment the patients need based on the treatment they need not on what they can afford they'd be gone because it'd be costing them money they get a new doctor in and they'd fire their ass too until they get somebody in there who's a little bitch and is gonna do every single everything will thing that they say they got to do instead of saying, uh, no, here's two middle fingers to you. I mean, these people making these policies sit behind a desk, probably 300 pounds. These motherfuckers are going to be the ones that need healthcare and they'll get the best healthcare. I, I guarantee it. Let me, let me into one of these people's houses. These, these policy makers, let me in there. I, I can't even say it cause my boss will fire me tomorrow if I say some shit. I hope there's some oxygen in that house. I'm going to turn that shit down. I mean, uh, they might as well be. Let's turn it down. Let's make them suffocate because that's how we're all suffering. We're all paying out of the ass. None of us are getting better. Let's turn it back on them. Let's go ask these fuckers the real questions. Like I said, if somebody out there has contact to anybody, I would love to go to a crowded ass form in, in front of, I don't care how many every physician in this fucking great country of ours, and I'd love to ask them the questions and say, hey, why are are you doing what you really went to school for? Are you actually helping people, or is it the policymakers that are influencing the way you treat patients? And that's why nobody's fucking getting better. How many of them can say, yeah, you're right, you're right. I did know this patient needed a scan for bladder cancer, but I couldn't do that shit, and then that person died. But this dude's got a bigger dick now. That's fucking wrong. I know somebody out there listening, find me, find me somebody I can talk to. Let me get them on the show. And if I'm wrong, like I said, if I'm wrong, tell me I never, ever, ever will say something. And if it's wrong and you tell me I'm wrong and prove it, I'm never going to argue any different. I, I think that's dumb. I think that's so irresponsible as an adult when you point facts at people and they still choose the wrong fact. I mean, not the wrong fact. The wrong answer. You know, it's like, you know, what color is the sky? And everybody's gonna say blue, right? Somebody might, you know, it's it's a navy at night. You know, some asshole will do that shit. Overall, it's blue. Like we, what we're doing is saying uh, somebody could look up at the sky and say, yeah, it's uh, it's green, and we have to say, oh yeah, I see that. I see. Instead of saying, no motherfucker, you need your eyes are wrong. 99.99% of the world look up and see a blue sky and you see green? We're not changing this. We're not calling the sky green and blue now because of you. No. I am so heated right now. I didn't even finish my charting from today. I think I'm going to turn this shit off. I'm just, that really irks me that, you know, the doctor my mom went to, I've seen him before. I know who he is. I used to think like, that's a solid dude. I know he. He had military parents. So I remember <clears throat> it's actually funny, man. My, my brother, when we were still younger, went to see this guy with my mom for whatever it was. And my brother said something smart ass to my mom. And the doctor said, like, hey, don't you dare talk to your mom like that in front of in front of me. And I was like, woo, get it. Like, that's badass. He's hurting feelings. What's is he hurting feelings? Hell yeah. That's not his dad. That's not our dad telling me that. But he did the right thing. He said, "Hey, don't talk to your mom like that in front of me." And Stephen probably shut the fuck up, right? Bride uh, talked a little nicer. That's and now and now he's gone from that to here's a thirty second visit outside where I don't even listen to you. I don't check vitals. I don't do shit. And I'm gonna send you a check for this visit. This visit. And I think she said it was like two hundred forty dollars. for a 30 second visit. Remember, one person, one patient, one doctor, one office in one city, in one state of the many of this great country. That's happening everywhere. Everywhere. And you're getting better off a 30 second visit? No, no, you're not. You're not getting your questions answered. They're making their money. They are making so much money. You're getting worse. It's so fucking wrong. It's so fucking wrong. Call them out, guys. Call them out on this shit. Write letters to the doctors. Write letters to the management. I mean, I don't care. Write it to the CEO of the hospital. I don't care. Flood their boxes with enough junk mail saying, like, what are y'all doing? Why are we not better? Why are y'all making more money? Why are y'all building more office buildings when you don't need more? That hospital has been doing just fine for eight years. They don't need another building. They could invest that money in preventative healthcare. But do we? Do they? No. They're a bunch of greedy, ty- tyrannical fucks who do only care about money. Just like I said, that nurse practitioner, she worked for Schmide, right? And she, that's what she's saying. She's saying they can't turn patients away for noncompliance and for being assholes because if they turn them away, then it's less money. So we have to continue to take uh, just the worst of patients sometimes, the patients that do not deserve my time, okay, that do not deserve a physician's time, the ones that smoke cigarettes and roll up a joint when they got COPD in front of their nurse who's trying to take care of them. Those people don't need health care. They don't need my time. They don't need a doctor's time. What they need is the end of time, okay? Because that's what's happening. It's taking away from the rest of us. It's costing the people that need health care. It's costing them better health care. I can't say this enough. If it doesn't change at some point in your life, of of anybody who listens to this, one of your family members is going to die because they couldn't get the treatment they needed. And I'm telling you, it's going to go all the way back down to these 30-second fucking visits at your car, these telehealth visits, these these visits where we continue to see trash people over and over and expect different results, okay? Okay. And when it's your family and your family pays for it with life, then maybe I'll wake the fuck up and realize what I'm talking about and some change will start happening. Until then, I don't think it is. Anyways, that's it. That's uh, that's it. I am just, I'm not, I'm not happy. I cannot believe the state of, of healthcare right now. I can't believe that doctor had a 30-second visit with my fucking mom. I'm glad I wasn't there. I would have raised hell. And if I wasn't such a if I wasn't such a decent guy, I would say what his fucking name was, and then I would say everybody, hey, you probably shouldn't go there because you're not getting care. You're not. And my mom's like, why would you say that? He's actually no, he's not, mom. For a thirty second visit, and he's gonna say, well, the hospital is doing this. He should say, or whoever he works for, say, I'm not doing that then because that's shitty. That's shitty healthcare, and that's not what I signed up for. But they don't, they don't, they don't. They want their money. They don't give a shit about you. I do, guys. I do. Get your sleep. Eat well. Walk every day. Do something. Stay off the TV. Read a book. Call somebody you haven't spoken with in a long time. Tell them you love them. All right. Good night. Good evening. Good morning. I'll talk to you soon. If I'm still alive. I might have a heart attack time. I don't know. Later. All right, um, time out. I, um, this is actually right before I was about to upload this. I wanted to, <clears throat> just crazy, and I don't like to toot my own horn, but I don't want to leave my listeners thinking I'm some asshole, okay? So I was leaving my where I live to go take out the pick line, like I said earlier, <clears throat> and I'm like at the stop sign going out onto, to turn out onto the road from where I live, and I look to my left and I see this like, <laughs> I, I see this like gold car come. Fl- it looks like he, it looks like this man is flying. It looks like he's hauling ass, but he's probably not. <laughs> and I just see like a, a poof, like dirt and like mulch. And if there was a person there, they were up in the air too. And like this. He's like, you know, fifty yards up the road, and I'm like, oh, sh- something happened to that car, and it, it's not good. So, um, he's, excuse me, he's he drives up, and I'm like, just like stop, like I don't know, if this guy's hurt. hurt. I mean, look, I mean, it rattled like his whole car looked like it came off the gr- <laughs> off the ground. So like I'm like pulling out because he's kind of like making that right, like turning in. I see like his whole front right. Tire is just blown to, like, shredded. The wheel looks all fucked up. And um, so I'm, like, pulling out slowly. And I'm, like, I was going to turn. There's nobody, literally, there's nobody else around, right? It's me and then this guy and this lady behind me. And I'm trying, And you know, I should follow the rules of the road. I shouldn't slow or impede traffic. I get it. I apologize to that lady for impeding her day. From the bottom of my heart, if you listen to this, I apologize. I held you up from turning into the Target parking lot, okay? So anyways, I'm like pulling out slow, like looking like, is this guy at least all right? And like, I look in my like side mirror and this woman is like almost about to rear in me. Like, like go. And I'm like, I'm screaming, I hope my window is down. My hands were up like, I'm looking at this, but i trying to make sure this motherfucker's okay. Christ, God, you know what I mean? And um, so anyways, so I, I turn up the road. There's like a little church parking lot right there. So I, I pull over and like I said, I'm literally supposed to be at this dude's house to take this pick line outside. <laughs> I, I parked the car and I have to jog across the little field and it's it's gotta be a 240-year-old man. He's got to be about that old (laughs) and he's like in the car and he pulls it over or it's on the side of the road, but it's in the dirt halfway and halfway on the road and he's like getting out of the car. He, he moved surprisingly well for 240 years old. Um, and I was like, Hey, you need help, sir? Like I I have my stethoscope on my, on my neck and I had like my badge and like a, a, a fairly clean shirt. Yeah. I mean, it was clean. I didn't have anything on it. There's no blood or shite. Which I would have changed it. Um and he was like, Yeah, I don't so I'm like, All right, I said um you got all do you have a spare? Do you have a jack? All that stuff <laughs> and he's like, I think so. So we like look in the back, got a spare. So I I pull it out, get it out, and uh and I'm like, All right, I think I need you to pull it. I, I want you to just pull it up a little bit because I don't want it, I don't wanna jack this thing up in the dirt because it's soft, it rained, it's gonna I, I gotta go see this patient. Like I don't wanna have a crushed hand, man. You know what I mean? My nose is a little large. I don't want this inner wheel well to catch a piece of it. And I can't go take this pick line out because God forbid the soldier of the nursing field, the nurse man, Dan, got injured and couldn't go see patients like he hasn't been able to the last two days. That'd be detrimental. So he pulled the car up and this thing is just like (laughs) along the road. And uh, so he gets it up. Uh, I get everything out, couldn't find the jack. And then I was like, there's probably a, a latch somewhere, a secret little compartment. Sure enough, there it was. Boom. And he's asking me, he's like, uh, are you you sure you got that? that?" Pe- <laughs> <laughs> he was just a cute old man. Like, I can't explain it. It was just, it was, a uh, it was like a really, and I'm like in my glasses and like, it's hot. I'm sweating. I don't have a hat on. I'm half bald. So like the sweat's is running in my eye and he's like all up in my shit. Like, <laughs> are you sure the Jack is on the right spot? Are you doing it right? And I'm like, you know, if you really don't help me out, sir. I was like, can you just hold my glasses for me? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I can do that. So I'm like raising the car up. And I'm telling you, the tire was so flat. There was a hole the size of a half dollar. He must have came around that corner because he said he couldn't see because of the the sun. And he, he, I guess he hit the, the, he must've hit the exact right spot to where this curb starts and boom, punctured a huge hole on the side of his tire. (laughs) Oh shit. And like the, the, the wheel of the tire was bent. So like, I was like, dude, you like, you fucked this wheel up. And he was like, this is messed up. I'm glad he didn't get hurt. And, um, but he was like, I just got this tire. (laughs) I was like, this ain't getting patched, sir. Um, so anyways, I like get, I get the tire up and I put the spare on and it's obviously a spare because the, the, the other tires are aftermarket and they're a little bit bigger. So like <laughs> the car's like tilted up, down a little bit, right. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm tightening up the, the nuts back and I'm like, <clears throat> all right, let me, a woman just, he's like, uh, you got that. I'm like, yeah, man, I've done the entire, I didn't say that, but I was like in my head, like I did the entire thing, man. He was trying, he, he actually went to go to try pick up the, the actual tire and wheel that I already took off. And I, I like wasn't paying attention. I'm like trying to get, do the other shit. And um, I look back and he's like picking up the, uh, trying to pick up like the tire and the wheel. And I hear him like, I'm like, yo, just, I, I got all of it, sir. Just, I, just go, just don't drop my glasses. That's really all I need you to do. Once again, I didn't say that. I was just like, I got. I will take care of everything, sir. It's fine. So I, I get the the um, I get the spare on. If you hear that squeaking, that's my chair. I apologize. <clears throat> so I get the tire and, I, and it's only four lug nuts, right? And for anybody who has ever changed a tire or ever will experience having to change a tire, you're supposed to go. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jesus. You know, but it, a star pattern because if you do. You know, if you just top one, next one, next one, you're going to get an uneven mount against the frame, against the wheel, the, against the car. So it, he only had four and I was like hand tightening each one in like a star pattern. That's what I said. I said, oh, I'll just make sure I just do it in a star pattern. <laughs> this, this cute ass old man. <laughs> I mean, if he would have been a young person, if it would have been a young Nancy, like a lot of these guys are nowadays, and he would have said what he said. I would have got my stuff, said, can you hear me, and I walked away. But this guy said, "What? Well, I don't know how you really do a star pattern when there's only four of them. <laughs> I was like, you know, what I wanted to say was like, I just meant, sir, I'm not going to do one, two, three, four. I'm going to go up, down, left, right. Something like that, right? I didn't say that. And it's was like, oh, you're right. Geometry was always tough for me, sir. Thank you for that for that lesson in life. Anyways, um, it was cool. I got, I got them all hooked back up. I had fucking grease all over my face. I had greasy hands and I had to go see this fucking patient. And, um, it was cool though. He was like, what's your name? And I was like, none of your fucking business, sir. I didn't say that. (laughs) Anyways, guys, uh, it was just a a cool story. I just, when he said the star pattern, like there's only four of them. Uh, anyways, um, He blew a huge hole in that tire. I mean, it looked like somebody shot his tire with at least a 40, I I don't know, maybe a 50, I don't know. Anyways, have a good night. This is the end of the show. I will talk to you soon. Be well, eat well, sleep well. Good night. And drive safe, all right?